0: Welcome to the Grace with Grit podcast, where we're questioning our faith and drawing closer to Jesus. I'm Tiara. And I'm Brie. And we're here to share our
1: experiences and dig deeper into the taboo topics of the church.
0: What's up, guys? You're on with Tiara and Brie. And this is Grace with Grit. I don't What is our intro to? I don't know. Bailey. Bailey, you're not a part of this.
1: Go lay down with your, your friend. <laughs> Look, Cooper's so lonely.
0: He's calm, and that's what I'm going to take, okay? Yeah, for real. Go outside. So today's the Super Bowl. Yeah, so if you hear screams and chants, or is somebody being assaulted, it's that. We, uh, (laughs) We heard... People yelling on separate occasions. And we're like, what is going on? And we both rush to the door, peek out into the hallway, nothing. Then it happens again. And I'm like, do I need to call 911? I was like, we need to make a a check-in call. We need to make a wellness call. Wellness call. And then like two seconds later, she's like, it's the Super Bowl today. We're like, oh! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: we are a stupid Well,
0: we're also just not following the teams or any of that That's fandom. Fair. People are like, taking a poll, are you rooting for... 49ers, Chiefs, Taylor Swift, or Usher. So here's my order. Here's my order. Actually, I'm not actively watching the game. The order is Usher, then 49ers. Because I have I have fam down in SD. So it's like solidarity. I can give two less craps about this. Yo, my boy Usher's up there singing, You got it, you got it bad. When you, yeah, okay. He yeah. couldn't tell. <laughs> she likes her R and B.
1: Oh yeah, she does. Uh, this one does not. Okay. Whenever we're in the car together, we're like, "What's our
0: neutral?" Our neutral is Teddy Swims and AJR. Mm-hmm. Teddy Swims. Te- sw- <laughs> Teddy Swims. Just does something to your soul, man. Like it's just so. Excuse you. Bailey made bed on uh, Tiara's feet. I'm uh, I'm trapped now. We should show just clips, like,
1: because we don't post <laughs> the video often, but we should show clips of the dogs. So our we...
0: mascots, yeah, our unpaid mascots. Okay, unpaid. well, earlier Cooper jacked my blanket. Mhm.
1: He's sitting over there, mean mugging right now. It's fine. They're menaces,
0: but to society. Yeah. <clears <clears <throat> daily way. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. That was so low. Because my voice cracked. <laughs> Anyways,
0: what are <laughs> we talking about today? Today we're talking about modesty. Bum, bum, bum. Oh. Wow.
1: What, do you, what does your brain immediately go to when you think mm. of modesty?
0: Dress. Mm. How long is your skirt mm. and is what you're wearing looking like a potato sack? Mm. And if it doesn't, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You need to go look like a potato sack. True. That's horrible. I don't mean to be that like um facetious, but... It's literally what we grew up it's hearing. Kind of how it is. Kind of what we grew up hearing. You
1: can't let the form of your body be shown.
0: God or the forbid, fact that you have. People know you got shoulders. Whoa. Or that you have a rear end. A yeah. oh, bonk bonk. Wow, she just went there.
1: I it's was gonna in. no, but
0: honestly, it's like it could be as like I don't know, traditional like the traditional way of thinking of oh she's immodest because you could see the outline of her butt, mm-hmm. or it could literally be like. Some people think shoulders are very sexy. It's like, well, people also <laughs> think feet are sexy. Let's just go there, okay? There's some real foot finishes out here. Yeah. So it's just very, it's a very subjective thing. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there are things that are blatant, but we're going to get into that today. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start with the definition, and the definition that we pulled out of a dictionary. Is the quality or state of being unassuming or moderate in the estimation of one's abilities. And that boils down to? What does that indicate, Brianna? Humility. Humility. Are you being humble? What is your state? What is your heart posture? Mm. What
1: is your intent? What is your goal?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what that's saying. That's the actual definition. Your standing, are you prideful, or are you humble? Mm Mm-hmm. You, like whenever somebody gives you a compliment, like I'm not again not trying to elevate myself. I for could, oh my gosh, she is really readjusting she to is. just nestle herself right in. Okay, I'm glad I'm just a human pillow. It's fine. Uh, I'm happy. That's her tita. Right. <laughs> Sure, the dog moved again. For those of you unaware, <laughs> um, whenever somebody gives you a compliment, right? And I, I know somebody. This man who's very, very wise, great Bible teacher, love him, and I think he's so wise and God gives him that is because he's so quick to be humble about it, and be like, oh, man, glory to God. Yeah, no, you're not. Like, yeah. you know who what I'm talking about. Yeah. And so whenever you get complimented, it doesn't even have to be specifically about your dress, mm-hmm. what you're wearing, how you look, your ability, basically, right? Yeah. Are you, oh, yeah, man, I, I am, am smart. I am the fastest mm-hmm. runner on the team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: not me in the back of a puffin amen listen we have
0: strength we lift heavy we do yeah we squat heavy yeah anyways we digress we digress um
1: it's like there's a fine line of of confidence in yourself and confidence in the lord right and you have to
0: straddle that. that yeah you just straddle that um and so let's get into a few examples before well i guess we kind of we kind of covered our next point but
1: well let's go to um this so the bible talks about like women being adorned with jewelry braided mm, okay. hair and it's like are those bad things no but are you trying to draw attention to yourself by wearing those right. what was the the pastor or the
0: teacher that you heard talk about the red lipstick and- yeah so it's like i heard somebody shared a sermon that they heard with me where it's like modesty isn't just specifically what a person is wearing you could be immodest by wearing red lipstick you could mm-hmm. be immodest by wearing big jewelry not that those are bad things but is the primary heart, like motivation in you wearing those things to draw attention to yourself yeah
1: mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie when i want to look really cute i'm gonna put on that cute lipstick color yeah. yeah sure i'm gonna make sure my outfit's nice and what is the goal the the goal is
0: to draw attention to get attention for yourself to myself like man i look good yeah you know and that's just something to think about that is something you think about because then that's when pride can creep in and Mm -hmm. wreak havoc
1: and again we are
0: not saying man you can i don't you're not gonna be able to see this i'm wearing big hoops right now or they're not even that big they're not big at all they're not big i'm wearing hoops i love a good red lipstick Mm -hmm. those aren't inherently bad things but when you go into it saying like with the heart posture with the attitude of man so I'm going to get all the looks to I'm going to get all the looks. Nobody looks better than me. Mm-hmm. That's when it becomes a heart issue.
1: And then let's also... I just kind of want to sneak this in there. Like, go for it. It's okay
0: to dress up with your girls and go out. Mm.
1: And to have a good time.
0: To not seek attention from the male species.
1: Yeah. You can dress up and go out with the girls and not expect to get attention. So, let's just put that Fit in there. Food for thought. Food for thought. Okay. Um, so, on this, Romans fourteen thirteen says, "Let us." Th- uh, therefore let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. Um, all going back to, are you trying to draw attention to yourself? Mm. And again, that doesn't mean that you're wearing a skimpy outfit. Right. It can just be in lipstick, hoops, etc. Fill in the blank. Yeah.
0: Rings. I wear a lot of rings. She does. She pulled them off and I was like, that girl, you got like 15 over here. How many yeah. do you have? Count them. I always have six. Why? I don't know. It's like I'm so judgmental why? <laughs> why? Cuz I feel like I like skipping every other finger except for here. Like this is like controlled uncontrolled chaos in my mind. Okay. I don't know. I have a thing about that. Like even the tattoos on my body, I have to have an uneven number. Hmm. Like everybody's like, "Oh, even numbers are lucky." I don't know. It's not it's not that I think uneven numbers are lucky. It's that I th- it's like controlled i don't know i don't don't ask me i don't actually know why it's kind of
1: the grain but in a controlled way i oh, have four do you more
0: earrings <laughs> i have how many piercings do I have? I have one two three i think this counts as one four five, five. has to be uneven hmm. don't ask me why i don't Damn. make the rules that's weird i really don't know Apparently who does you do
1: make, the rules. <laughs> <laughs> make the rules okay i'm done moving along <laughs> Okay, so we talked about how, like, growing up, when you hear modesty, that's primarily equated with, um... What, what do we primarily equate modesty with?
0: Dress. Um, what you're wearing. So, we have some examples for you. Okay, so the first one, we mentioned this, I think, in our last podcast, where we were sitting in church, there were these two older women, um, someone, oh, there was a younger girl who's about our age, came off the stage, was just got done singing a special Praising the Lord, and she heard, um, one older lady whispered to the other one, oh "My gosh, she wears the shortest things." Mm-hmm. And again, the Lord's dealing with me about this. But I wish she would have said something sooner, because <laughs> yeah. these ladies are known for not knowing how to whisper to save their life. Mm. But my head would have whipped around so quickly, yeah, so quickly. And then she has an. Ex- you want to share your example, then I'll share mine. I oh. have another one.
1: Yeah. So this is just very common in um, the culture we grew up in of you know, someone new comes to the church or people that have been visiting for a while and then um, sometimes it's mainly women, which is Mm -hmm. interesting they like to make the comment of you know, like she just wears the shortest things all the time Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to give like super specifics, but it's like people will literally pull out their phone, pull up, and be like, "Yeah, she's really cute. She has a sweet spirit, but look at what she's wearing." And oh my it's gosh. like, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, you don't know, and no. then I'm convicted of this too because you don't know her heart posture, wearing mm-hmm. what she's wearing, but you know yours, casting that judgment. And I will say, Tiara and I had a very lengthy—I con- told her I was going to say this—lengthy conversation about this post I sent her, and just what the girl was wearing I was I was being judgmental and it's something I still have to work with and she was like well hold on and she just gave me several different angles so find people
0: that redirect you and take your judgment away because think about it to point back to the original statement that she was making of like this person whipped out their phone showed an example of like man she's got a sweet spirit she loves the Lord she's serving Mm -hmm. the Lord but look at what she is wearing yeah Why are we discounting that first part of the paragraph or the first part of that sentence? How is
1: that making her less of a Christian or less of a um, light for Christ By the fact that her skirt is not to her
0: knees? And what does that say about you? You, You're choosing to not focus on what she's doing for the Lord and what Mm -hmm. she's on fire for for the Lord. You're rather Mm -hmm. focusing on the one element. Yeah. Can I I say the Jesus comment? I don't know what
1: it is, but yeah. Okay.
0: If Jesus were here... Mm. I don't think that he would be concerned about her skirt length. I think mm. she would be. he would be concerned about, man, she's praising the father. Mm. Man, she's loving on people like she should. Yeah. Man, she's pointing people to me mm-hmm. like she should. Yeah. That's something to think about.
1: She had to say that to me a little ago. So, I say it from love, I swear. And so this is like a literal thing to say, like when we're talking about these topics, it's stuff that we're struggling with. Yeah. Habits we're trying to break, mindsets we're trying to break, and we just had a full, complete discussion prior
0: to this. Oh, yeah. so 100%. One last one is, she was saying like it's normally with people that are visiting, but uh, a, like a very vivid instance that I recall were girls. There was a beautiful set of girls who were going to my old church, not the church that I attend now, but before that, the Amish one. I don't know if I ever said Amish.
1: You said Amish. Okay, yet. we're gonna refer the one
0: mentioned in the documentary. So we're gonna refer to that as the Amish church. <laughs> um, beautiful set of girls. Beautiful. Could have been supermodels. Gorgeous. Very humble. Very sweet spirited. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were members at the time, and. um people i remember being as young as nine years old and i remember hearing other young adult women or other these girls were teenagers okay so young adult women who are in like our age our life stage Mm -hmm. we're talking about these teenagers who were 16 17 years old Mm -hmm. saying that they look like they dress like prostitutes (laughs) first off i was eight or nine years old hearing this come out this like it's literally poison coming yeah. out of people's mouths because mm-hmm. you're dividing the body of Christ. Yeah. You're not edifying those girls who are younger that you were supposed to be, like, leading, being mm-hmm. an example, being a safe space for, okay? Yeah. They, they were not in any way dressed like prostitutes. I'm going to tell you that right now.
1: Yeah,
0: They, like, weren't wearing things that looked like a potato brown sack, mm-hmm. if that's what you mean. Yeah. They wore things that really complemented, like, them and yeah. who god created them to be mm-hmm. but i never once thought in my eight nine-year-old brain man she looks like a hooker. right nobody was thinking that nobody was and honestly it probably stemmed from a place of jealousy oh yeah but it's like that is so vile That mm-hmm. that is so vile mm-hmm. something to think about
1: <laughs> and then here's just another example so this kind of correlates with addiction mm, there we go um but there's just kind of a um i don't know if it's true or not i would imagine it was but um there's a guy you know who's struggling with addiction and he is in treatment but on sundays you know it takes everything in him to get out of bed to go to to go to church and then as he comes in late to church he's just met with judgment and the judgmental looks of people whereas when he walks in late to his aa meeting everyone's like oh you're finally here we're so glad, Thank that you're, so made glad it. you're here and he's met with open Gosh. arms and it's like Think about that when you see someone in your church walk in and something that you don't necessarily approve that they're wearing.
0: Yeah. When it comes
1: to clothing. When it comes to clothing. There's someone who may have just been saved. Mm. And even, okay, well, let me say that. That has just been saved or maybe who hasn't and just doesn't agree. You guys don't line up on what you think people should wear. Okay, that doesn't, greet them with open arms. Don't cast judgment. Mm. Like, what would Jesus do? Like she said, Mm -hmm. very beautifully reframed. How would Jesus have reacted in that moment? Yeah so
0: don't think you would be uh focusing on their t-shirt and jeans yeah that's for sure Mm -hmm.
1: newsflash um you can worship jesus in a t-shirt and jeans
0: brianna but i thought we're supposed to go jesus like the lord our best
1: are you focusing on in the morning are you putting more time getting yourself ready or your heart ready Oh, and that's something i'm trying to focus on more she's a baller (laughs) no because this morning we were getting ready and then we get there and i'm like wow i feel pretty today but i'm like man i like didn't pray or prepare my heart at all today Mm, sure and i was very distracted this morning granted we visited a new church so yeah it's okay we won't get into that yeah so all that to say like yes god does deserve your best absolutely but that shouldn't be
0: your primary focus your primary focus should be preparing your heart Uh huh. man looks on the outward appearance but god mm. looks on the heart and that's what he wants yeah he wants our heart okay so where do people go whenever they make the argument of you need to be you need to be dressed in modest apparel can give you me a go it? to 1 Corinthians six, is it that one? Nineteen through twenty, and then I'm gonna read. I think I'm gonna read First Timothy two nine. I don't know. I wrote this down in chaos, and so I really hope that's one mm-hmm. of the references that I wanted to read first. So
1: this is the verse that go for it. is um, multi-usable yeah. for multiple things. To so take out of context, and um, again, context for this verse yeah. is fleeing sexual immorality. Okay, but this verse says, "Do you do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You're not your own; you're bought with a price. Glorify God in your body." Okay, we use this for tattoos. We use this for drinking. We use this for how you dress. We use this for where you should go, what you should do, who you hang out with, and let's just flee sexual immorality. Yeah. So you no, know not your mind's temple. Are you dressing your temple appropriately? Is where people go with this. Mm-hmm. Is
0: your temple glorifying God? I didn't even mark it, but please hold. <laughs> you need to pull it up. No, I got it. Um, wow, that was the wrong reference that okay. I wrote down. So I'm gonna go to First Peter then. Can you give yeah. me a reference to look yes, up. Yes, you should go to Proverbs thirty-one thirty. Okay. Yeah, I think Okay Okay, so First Peter 3, 3-4 says Who's adorning, let it not be that outward adorning Of plaiting the hair And of wearing of gold Or of putting on apparel But let it be the hidden man of the heart In that which is not corruptible Even the ornament of a meek and a quiet spirit Which is in the sight of God a great price Um So this context is talking about submission in marriage. Notice not submission man or woman to man, Mm. but in marriage. And what's okay, we're gonna get into submission in another podcast, but that's a whole nother holo baloo that I'm just ready. I'm chomping at the bit because I went to a Bible study and I was Mm. like, Oh okay. Okay, Miss Williams. Sorry. Okay. So So that's that's the verse where people
1: were like, Okay, well then you shouldn't even braid your hair, you shouldn't do this. But again it's it's talking about what is your
0: inward posture. Mm -hmm. Your heart posture. Yeah. And so and then just even like taking it from a very we're gonna we're gonna pull a um what was the one that we talked about last time? Tattoos. When we went to Leviticus, was it Leviticus Mm -hmm. or when we went to Leviticus? And he listed all the things. Are you wearing mixed linen? Are you eating meat with blood in it? Are you only eating from trees that have been cultivated for five years? Mm. Um, Okay, so are you wearing gold jewelry? Mm. Some people may not wear gold jewelry. Okay. can be silver. Silver Silver may be your poison. Silver may be your poison. Are you wearing jewelry? Are you wearing pearls? Mm. In the South, don't they clutch their pearls? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something to think about. Are you braiding your hair? Are you fixing your hair? Mm -hmm. Okay. True.
1: That is a very interesting argument. Give God your best, but are you braiding your hair? Are you fixing yourself up? But fixing yourself up is how you give God your best. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Never heard that argument before. No, I haven't. Huh. Huh! <laughs> Always say, Take, get ready, give God your best. But it's saying, hmm. Anyways. I love how we overlooked that. That's right? Sorry, that connection in my head was instantaneous. Anyways, I have the next verse. Proverbs 31. We love a Proverbs 31 woman. (laughs) Term is deceitful, beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be
0: praised. I think it's so funny because whenever people read that verse, it's like, yeah, man, she's... You know, doing the Proverbs 31:30. They can't tell you one, they can't list one attribute of the Proverbs 31:30 mm-hmm. woman. loot, she was hustling. She was running a business. She had her house in order. She was doing multiple things. She was an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay, but then, Brianna, read that last part of the verse where it talks about the heart or fear, fear. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Who fears the Lord. Not who has her skirt down her ankles, not who is quiet meek temper doesn't have anything. Here's something that we do overlook. It's funny because she said the cliche, "Oh, I love a Proverbs thirty-one thirty woman." It's mm-hmm. like, what about a what about a Judges Deborah woman? Ooh, yeah, yeah. truth. Okay, <laughs> truth. Okay, I'm gonna go to Deuteronomy twenty-two five. Now this is normally where people go um when they say women shouldn't wear pants specifically mm. okay let's get into this let's get into this This is a fun okay. one. deuteronomy 22 5 the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are an abomination unto the lord thy god so back in the bible days um were men wearing pants you mean yes. a suit and tie correct no. I don't in think know so. General, were they wearing jeans? Um, I don't think so. Because no. jeans are mixed linen.
1: Mm. Were they wearing any type of pants that had a cut between? Probably
0: not. Or was it a tunic? There's a tunic. What is a tunic, Brianna? It looks like, like a dress, I folks. Okay. <laughs> so, what's the thing on that? Mm. But we did some research.
1: So, there were, there were not a lot of differences between the man and the woman's tunic. Mm-hmm. It was like the more, base layer. Uh-huh. And so, so a woman's might be more dressed up and more feminine, um, but the big difference is looking like a man versus looking like a woman. Mm. So a woman um, would have on jewelry, uh, maybe, and she had her Head dress. headdress that was yeah. attached her to her covering, tunic. Yeah. Um, her veil. Whereas Lots the men would have a beard. Mm-hmm. And um, it said that they would have their weaponry. So that's how you told them apart, mm-hmm. They had the weaponry. And then this is interesting. I don't know if I should say get it. Get into
0: it with the beard, the covering of the beard, beard where they would, um, they would shave their beard, cover their face like a woman. So the cross-dressing. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so maybe, you know, I don't know. There's not really any context with this, but um, what was the reason they would do that again? So that they wouldn't get cap-
0: captured. Oh,
1: yeah, these little cowards of a man that did not want to get captured, they would put on a headdress and shave their beard so they would look like a woman
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe it was a war strategy i don't know but yeah so again it could, this is just speculation not, not any biblical backing yeah we
0: couldn't find a lot of verses strategically specifically explicitly saying women do not wear pants mm-hmm you know what I mean? Men only wear suit and ties. Right. It was We couldn't find it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And even just the simple oh, so differences sparky.
1: between their <laughs> between their tunics. Yeah. There's not really a lot in there, but when you go into the history, you can look and see that. Yeah. And um, we were just kind of on a little bit of a time, excuse me, a little bit of a time crunch, but we did do some. So yeah. there's a little bit of history for you. You can explore that mm-hmm. a little
0: further. Yeah. But do it's some like... <sighs> No, I'm not going to go there. Okay. Tell me really feel. Okay, so we're going to look at other scripture. Do you want to go to 1 Samuel? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go to Romans 14:13. Wait, 1 Samuel what? 16:7.
1: I didn't write any of these down in Oh, okay. I was like, you can just tell me.
0: Okay. Romans fourteen thirteen says, "Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block." Wait, you wrote that earlier, didn't you? Yeah, I did read that one. Wow, she wrote it down wrong. Just kidding, Brianna, Here you go. That's
1: okay, so First Samuel sixteen seven, but the Lord said to Samuel, "Do not look on his appearance or the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees; man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart." And so, going back to everything we said you know your heart posture but you don't know theirs and yeah. that's something i have to continually remind ourselves with our conversation prior mm. <laughs> i feel like i should go more into that i don't know i was just arguing like there's, about it. <laughs> there's no way with xyz that this could not be and it's like but you don't know that and so me sitting here still struggling with this it's a break that mold but b the end of the day the only thing that you should have to hear is you don't know their heart posture well and
0: let me (laughs) let me put a little bit more like to to put this to action is move towards the heart of jesus Mm, what would you do so not just check your heart posture but move like you'd be like my heart posture is good move to the heart of jesus Mm, yeah what would you do think on that Okay, so we're going to read the story. It's John 8, 1 through 11. And this is talking about the woman caught in adultery. So it says, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came to him. And he sat down and taught them, and the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. They literally ripped her off of this person. So she was naked. Well, also, let's just think about that, man. Okay, no, we're going to keep going. We don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself. And said unto him, He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And I just think it's comical, dude. Jesus is trolling them. <laughs> <laughs> and they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst when jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman he said unto her woman where are those that were those thine accusers hath no man condemned thee she said no man lord and jesus said unto her neither do i condemn thee go and sin no more Mm. my gosh everybody forgets about that yeah i don't remember i very rarely remember hearing that story mentioned in our old um church that we really? grew up in in our very like way back in the day mm. very rarely heard that story if i did it was this woman was in adultery not that jesus redeemed her but mm. i mean like i'm sure it was sprinkled in there mm-hmm. but more so judgment but woman. more so judgment yeah. and it's awful it's so funny recounting all of this because it's like man you are not thoroughly teaching the bible yeah anyways that's so true um so let's look at this. She was in the very act. She was immodest. Jesus had compassion on her. Mm-hmm. Like the most presented, the most, to the most, what am I, wonder, Lord, Whoa. give me the words to say. Okay. Um, the highest degree of immodest that you could fathom. Naked. And what did Jesus do? Mm. Think mm-hmm. on that that's good come on come on now that'll get you (laughs) that'll get you okay so moving right along we're gonna move into personal experience so we're kind of teetering with this because of like i don't know i i guess i'll just share my experience do you want to share your experience first should i share mine because then it kind of gives it kind of encapsulates why i got to where i am now Mm. okay there we go yeah. so you, go, you first. go ahead you are going first so sorry you so did time. not plan this one well.
1: I grew up um, again the culture we grew up in women don't wear pants in, in the story um, never, never told you why other than that verse Women to be modest. Um, so I wore pants growing up because I just, my parents, that was not a conviction that they held. Um, but then in high school, I was like, you know what? I should be set apart. So I wore skirts, I think, for like a year. And then at the time was when I got my first job and I was wearing skirts to that job. Um, and then eventually I was just kind of like, this is kind of stupid. Mm. Not in a bad way, but just like, what is the purpose of this? Mm. I'm now looked on as, yes, I'm looked on as different, but kind of like a, really? Yeah. You know? Um, so then I stopped wearing skirts, and I remember the day that I wore pants to the first time to work, one of the girls was like, um, oh, is this, like, a holiday you get to wear pants? (laughs) Is a holiday? (laughs) Or a celebration? I was like, yeah, no, I'm not wearing, uh, just skirts anymore. So, now... Um, and I never, ever wore pants to church. Uh, today yeah, I wore it until recently. Yeah. Today, like literally.
0: it in a few months.
1: Yeah. Cause that's just how I grew up. You don't wear pants to church. It's not appropriate. It, Me rolling up in shorts and a t-shirt during the summer. <laughs> literally. And I'm not the only one. Yeah. I wore shorts this summer too. Um, but it, again, I'm just breaking that mold of like, it truly does not matter. It doesn't. Like, what's your heart posture now? I wear shorts. Um. Again, I'm like, be great. Be aware. I'm not showing my butt crack. Every time I'm wearing something shorter, I'm always like, if I, I'm aware that if I bend down, can you see right at my mm-hmm. butt? I always ask Malia, Tr, whoever's with me, and they'll tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I do wear crop tops. I show my a chubby stomach. Um, and it's not to share my body because there's not a lot to share. <laughs> 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 but it's because. Tell me where it's wrong. Yeah. Like it, if you're sexualizing a body that you see because you see her stomach, that's on you.
0: Right. But I'm not
1: going out in freaking ninety degree weather, wearing a crop top where my stomach's barely showing in shorts in hopes to get attention.
0: It's it's because, because it's out of necessity, like yeah. not necessity, but the environment. So I wanted I want you to share a little bit more, like you know in the south in florida in the hotter climates oh that one even like tropical countries mm-hmm. i want you to expand on that because it's like we I, we didn't get to write that down but i do want to delve into that
1: so i don't know where i heard it but someone was saying like you know the cultures we grew up in um weird like tra- we kind of touched this on our last one yeah but we're kind of you're training your children to cast that judgment and to sexualize and to sexualize Whereas in, like, hotter climates like Florida, these kids are growing around, like, their moms are walking around in, like, bikini tops all days and short shorts. They don't think anything of it. Why? Because it's stinking hot. They're melting.
0: It's hot, and then that's that's all they know. And they're always at the beach. hmm They're always, like, in the rivers and mm-hmm. the lakes and the lagoons. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just such a... Even Hawaii. Mm-hmm. When you go to Hawaii... Nobody's wearing shoes half the time. Let's be real. Okay, nobody's wearing shoes. They're all in sleepas. Okay. <laughs> Uh, most of the time guys are just walking around shirtless mm-hmm. with trunks on because mm-hmm. it's hot and then they will go into the yep. stores but it's just like because it's it's literally the environment the climate mm-hmm.
1: well that okay so they're they're growing up they're seeing this they don't bat an eye when they see a woman in a bathing suit yeah whereas growing up in youth group where women had to wear girls had to wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt and boys had to wear a t-shirt when they swim mm-hmm. now when you see a guy shirtless for the first time you're like oh Whoa. yeah and yes, that it should be, it should be,
0: how am I trying to say this? There's a fine line that you have to mm-hmm. walk. Yes, again, we met. We touched on the last episode that we recorded. We are sexual beings. Mm-hmm. We are designed to procreate. Mm-hmm. So there is an element of that. Yeah. But every single time when you see a guy shirtless or every mm-hmm. single time whenever you see a girl in a swimsuit at the... Pool mm-hmm. at the beach, walking you, by Victoria's Secret. You can't control, yeah, that. Like yeah. you are that undisciplined, yeah, to where you can't
1: control it. Mm-hmm. It's like you've been conditioned to automatically think sex, mm. or as if you grew up in a different way, it's just oh, it's hot. It's hot. She's, We're at the she's beach, warm.
0: yeah. Like, Very interesting, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. And so, segueing into it, I kind—I did grow up in that culture for a very brief period of time Mm -hmm. but i also grew up with a mom who was a beauty queen back in (laughs) her heyday and she had a very different body type than i do Mm -hmm. very different and so i felt a lot of shame Mm -hmm. and i don't think it was ever intentional of her but she projected quite a bit of what she had her glory days onto me and Mm -hmm. i was i'm very i'm built very differently i took on some attributes of my mama different but there are other attributes that I did not take on And so I felt so much shame mm. Growing up I hated my body And I don't say that lightly Because it was even to the extent of Where it became so bad To where I struggled with eating disorders I just struggled with suic- Suicidal thoughts Acting on that We'll get on to, into that in another podcast But mm. it was bad yeah. And it wasn't just a one-off thing It was literally I remember being as young as like Eight years old Mm. and thinking these things and doing these things and acting upon these things. So it was a very, it's been so starting from like, I guess, would that be later adolescence? I forget the terms, like the the stage terms. Earlier adolescence, right? Earlier adolescence, Mm -hmm. okay. Earlier adolescence, all the way up until I was maybe 16. And then it just all kind of got wrecked when I moved to the Philippines Mm. because of a different culture. Yeah. So 16, I was in youth group. Every girl had a different body. I was like, man, it's okay. God created us different. Then to be stripped away from that environment where I finally felt safe and, I guess, appreciative of the body that God gave Mm me. Then to go to a completely different culture (laughs) where I was not the norm. Okay. I got so many comments from random people in the street. Um, random pastors' daughters that were like 25 years old. I was 16 at the time. Commenting on my body. It's mm. like, where where do you get off telling me? Yeah, well, this is well, the first time i met you. I don't even know your name. Mm. Okay, so rocky, rocky road, tumultuous road in coming to terms with being grateful for my body. And so now that I'm finally there, and I'm not I'm not perfect in this. My heart posture whenever I get dressed is, I want to be. I want to present myself in a confident way mm-hmm. because I'm appreciative of the body and the features and the characteristics that God has given me. Mm. Because I remember a point in time in my life when I hated every single thing about me. Mm. I hated it. I wanted so desperately to change it, And I weighed significantly less than I do now. Mm. Like i weigh a lot now but a lot of that is strength now like Mm. i'm able to do things that i was not able to do i am able to go on hikes climb mountains all all of these different things and that's yet another way i think is good to look at your body Mm. is the capability and the things that god has literally and physically brought you through yeah so that's a challenge to you to have that heart posture of when you get dressed Mm. something that does complement your body not in a Prideful or an arrogant or a haughty mm. way to de- to um, Not to draw attention to to suck attention yeah. to yourself but mm-hmm. rather to be grateful to feel confident so that you can engage with people and tell others in a better about it in a better way like think
1: about when you have a day you need to be productive when I need to be productive if I don't get myself ready I won't be because mm. I feel like crap mm-hmm. but when I do myself up and I dress nicely I feel better and I'm more productive and I'm more apt to mm-hmm. go out and do things
0: mm, that's a good example yeah so.
1: Think of it like that. You're that. not. It's not to draw attention to yourself. My hands literally in my pants. I'm sorry. It's not to draw attention to yourself. It's to just present yourself in a way. My grandma would always say, like, maybe this is not the best thing. My good old southern nana. But when I would come like over with no makeup, she'd be like, "Where's your makeup? Why don't you make one?" Oh. She's like, "Always dress
0: to impress." And I'm like, "Yes and no." Yes and no. With you know? a grain of salt. Like, mm-hmm. he, I, Okay, dress to feel confident. And to be grateful in the attributes that God has given Mm -hmm. you. And that that supersedes just the physical, obviously. We're aware of that. But I think there is something about being... I think people take it for granted. They Not take it for granted. They go to one extreme or the other. Mm. Either they're way too prideful in their appearance, Mm -hmm. and it's all about their appearance, or they're so self-loathing mm-hmm. and i think either is wrong yeah. both both is wrong there yeah. needs to be balance yeah um and so i think that's really important to note
1: mm-hmm.
0: um for sure sorry are you looking at the note i was looking at a note oh but it did not help but okay. at the the end what is our call to action so call to action our
1: favorite saying is check your heart posture like I was telling her, you know, people from back home are gonna hear this and cash judgment. That's okay, but thank you I'm, for
0: the engagement.
1: <laughs> shut up. Come but, on. But put when him I, at I me. go home, like I may want to, like if my goal too in wearing like a a um,
0: tank top, top dress
1: to church is to show off my tattoos, because I know it's gonna stir feathers. That's not that's not a correct heart posture. Mm. Or to wear a skirt that shorter because I know there would be judgment and I feel too, to me. too. Let's yeah. be real.
0: Sometimes whenever we have pastors that are visiting from other churches, I'm like, I'm going to wear a jumpsuit. hmm Yeah. La-di-da. That's mm-hmm. not correct. I'm not saying do that.
1: Right. So just make sure that your heart, post- heart posture on what... In all things, because again, modesty is about how you're presenting yourself in all aspects. Mm-hmm. Are you being humble when you get dressed? Are you being humble when you go out, when you interact with people? Yeah. And then when you see other people are you casting judgment and be, even not though you knowing don't know, their heart their
0: heart only God knows the heart right. you so. can assume all you want Mm-hmm yeah
1: that's good i'm convicted (laughs) about our prior conversation it's okay it's something rent for you in my head really it is. what's good lord do work (laughs) lord fix her no just kidding it's okay so yeah call to action check your heart posture um stop caring so much about what people wear dude just be happy they're there yeah Ooh, tell them brianna story I just can't can't stand that even I like was just so conditioned when I saw girls come in with short dresses even going back home and I'm like oh my gosh let's get into this I went to a Christian school Okay. We would get dress coded if our skirt was not at our knee. And okay. then I walk in there and when, um, I think it was either when I was visiting or the year I taught there after these girls had their skirts mid thigh. And I, I think I went to the office and I was like, y'all dress coded me. Why aren't you dress coding them?
0: Mm-hmm. I could have
1: cared less, but I'm like, where's your double standard?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We could not, we had to change back into our uniform after basketball games. Whereas the, the girls now have track suits. I'm like, good. I'm so glad you're changing. But again, why aren't you moving this into the church and your judgment? Because I know y'all are sitting there again talking about these girls in their short little skirts on sunday morning anyways my gosh <laughs> i digress out
0: with the poison already i'm being i'm being so my heart posture is not good right now. No, it's dude, a i know i think it's hilarious though because you're like you want to come north carolina i'm like i would Do wreak I havoc. <laughs> i would be a little freaking tasmanian devil going through there i'm short i'm brown and i move quick <laughs> i'm done with you Oh I even got the teeth. My canines are really <laughs> oh, shut up.
1: Mine are better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because like, when I go back and visit it and I see my old students, I used to always be like, oh, I have to wear a skirt. Now I'm like, I don't care. I'm wearing jeans. Who cares? <laughs> Anyways, it's just so funny like how trained your brain becomes when you grow up a certain way. Yeah, Either or, yep. you know. So,
0: that's all we have. That's all she wrote. That's going to be our new ending. That's all she wrote. Who watching. is she? Me and We.
1: Me and Blee! Me and Bree, <laughs> Me and Blee! Miss Blee! Miss Bree. You guys missed the best thing last night where I told a story. Oh, we'll put that in somewhere.
0: Oh, I couldn't breathe because you were trying to suffocate me. <laughs> Not physically. With words. with words. I was speechless. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was uh, what was sweetness. going through my head too. You should be proud. Yeah, I
1: know. Alright guys, that's all we got.
0: Until next time, I'm Ciara and Bree. Love ya. Bye. How long was that one?
1: I'm gonna keep this in there. I'm I'm doing to see how long I can do it. Okay, that's all. Goodbye. <laughs>